don't be online everywhere because it's exhausting and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of resources. And it also takes a lot of confidence at one point. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we have a solo cast for you and I am going to talk about marketing, entrepreneurship and how to be online but not bring yourself out and how to stop being online all the time, everywhere and really, really getting exhausted. So if you're a freelancer, if you're a solopreneur, if you run a small business or a medium-sized business, or if you're thinking about starting a side hustle, a project or anything like that, and you're thinking about, all right, how am I going to promote myself? How am I going to find clients? How am I going to do all of that while actually doing the work? Then this episode is for you. Some of you have been listening to this podcast from kind of the first beginnings and other people just tuned in. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Nika Nina and I have been a digital nomad for over five years. Throughout my digital nomad journey, I have been a freelancer, I've been a remote employee, and I have also started multiple businesses. So aside from digital nomads daily from this podcast and helping and inspiring other people to live life on their own terms, I also run a marketing agency. And actually, this agency kind of came on my path without really the intention of starting this agency. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but also one of the biggest learnings that I had in my journey and something that I always tell my clients, which has really, really helped them transform from feeling super exhausted and burnout from doing marketing efforts that, you know, like not really bringing any results, going all the way to actually doing marketing efforts that and bring results. But most importantly, they feel confident again and marketing doesn't feel like a chore. So today I'm going to talk about that. So before we go into that, let me give you a little bit of a background story of how I actually started my agency last year. And this is really about a year ago. I was looking for a remote job. So I'm recording this in October And in uh, May 2022, I quit my job. I was part of a company and it was a remote company. They were all about operational efficiency. So basically how to work smarter um, and not harder. But the company wasn't really my vibe and there was really a lot of working hours involved. So at one point, because I had so much passion and I wanted to do other things, including writing a book, doing the podcast, I figured maybe I should do something else. So first of all, switching careers finding a new remote job in a completely new field. And that wasn't so fruitful. It was it was actually really hard to find a remote job. Now, I do know that in this space, there are people that are like, oh, I just found my remote job so easily. But it, it is quite challenging. Actually, we have a few episodes on that because I also interview um, remote job coaches like Michelle, Jordan, Juliana, Chris and Vera. So there are lots of episodes about that. Anyhow, my remote job search journey didn't go so well. But that was, I think, because I was truly being blocked by my own energy. And now, like today, I'm so grateful that it was kind of a struggle because otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here recording this particular episode, right? So going uh, back to the remote job search, at one point I was chatting to a friend, someone that was on the podcast, and she actually had a bit of a marketing problem. So she had been running her business and things were kind of going okay, but marketing wasn't really her strongest, um, her strongest suit. And she had someone helping her out with marketing, 
but it was very much focused on operational things and posting a lot of content and being online a lot, but it was less focused on how to actually make sales. And this is something in marketing that I think these days people tend to forget. There is like being online. So you have to showcase who you are, what you're doing, what your impact is. But then there's also this other part of it, which is actually making money. And in the end of the day, if your marketing is not bringing you clients or new leads or doing anything like that, it's going to be really hard to run a business because without any clients, you don't really have a business. So we were talking about a project doing this temporarily while I was still searching for my remote job. So I started working on her marketing funnels. So a funnel is basically a journey where you take your audience. So the people that are connecting with your brand and even before that, you have people that are your ideal clients or your ideal audience, right? So you take them on this long journey where you create touch points and interaction points so they can get to know you. You can build a connection. You can build trust. And then through that journey, you make them ready to buy, right? So then when the moment they are learning about your real, about your offers and about your product, you don't have to do hard selling. It makes sense for them to buy your services or your product. Now, if you build a process like that, you're basically building a funnel, a marketing funnel. And I really don't like the word funnel because it's kind of like, it's not really a sexy word. So I use the word campaign. So we're basically building journeys, we're building campaigns. And what I do in my agency now is I help my clients building those campaigns. But what happened with my friend who I did the temporary project, she had content all over the place and it was really good content, but nothing really sat inside a campaign, like inside a funnel. So that's what I did for her. Now, one of these funnels or one of these campaigns that we did was a webinar and it's a like a masterclass. It's, it's one of the funnels I really, really love building because it's super interactive. There's, you know, there's a lot of operational stuff going on. But for her, this was like, oh, my God, like never again. She ran a webinar or a masterclass before and she did it on her own. And it didn't one, it didn't bring so many results. Also, it was really, really a ton of work. And then at the end of the day, she was so exhausted. And then it didn't bring the results. So it was kind of like her marketing efforts really exhausted her and didn't bring the results. And that really sucked, especially if you have so many other things going on in your business or in your project. So I explained to her how we can approach this and we started working together. So this whole project, which again was a temporary project, was a three-month contract. And I was still looking for a remote job while I was working with her. And then after the two-month mark, I I kind of figured maybe I should hold off from actually um, from from finding this remote job because I'm really really enjoying this. So we uh, we started talking about what would happen after the three months, and we kind of figured out like you know like maybe we should like have a look at our contract and just extend it. So we did that. We renegotiated the contract a little bit so it would be more fruitful for the both of us, and. Then after the third or like fourth month, something like that, I started to realize that mm, there might be other people that are experiencing the same problem. And the problem, like the big problem is, and you might be facing this um, already, is that you do a lot of different marketing or you run a lot of different marketing strategies. You're trying out all these things. You read a lot of content online. You're like, you're always trying for that one thing, that secret sauce that you can pour over your business. And then, then that's going to work. That's going to bring in 
your dream clients, the amazing leads, and then your whole business is going to elevate, right? That's what a lot of people think that's going to happen. Well, the thing is with marketing is that there's no quick fix. It's a very, you know, like it's a very comprehensive process. And there are a lot of different strategies that you can do, but just because you can do them, it doesn't mean that you actually have to do them. So I started realizing that I can build these campaigns out for other entrepreneurs. That was number one. Second of all, I really love doing it, but I mostly love doing it because at this point I was working with someone that appreciated my work, that could really see the results. But also her, like she felt so much more confident. She really, you know, started to like marketing again as well. So the impact of that was tremendous. Like it was big because it was not just focused on results. It was also about the impact was also on her as a business owner. And because she re-energized, she, you know, she showed up more confident and all of that. Then at one point we started looking at her marketing strategy and we were really like thinking about, okay, but what are the things that really fit her personality? And what are the things that don't really fit her personality would still be fruitful? Maybe we can outsource that. And that's also when I started thinking about my own strategies, like what are kind of, you know, like what are marketing efforts or strategies that come more natural to me that I really love doing? And what are things that I absolutely don't like doing? And should I even be doing that? So I came on this whole like path of not just building funnels in general. I really wanted to focus on building funnels that are authentic and that also convert. So stepping away from being online everywhere all the time and have a more focused strategy that is not only focused on or that's not only serving your business, but also you as a person that is, you know, matching your lifestyle and that is also matching your audience. So and and now I actually kind of reveal it already. But when I build campaigns with clients There are a lot of things that we focus on, but the biggest takeaway is that we have four elements that we look at when we choose our channels. And this is something that I want to give to you in this episode as well to think about when you're thinking or when you're going about, okay, I need to promote my business or my project. I'm, I got to be online in like all these different places, but how am I actually going to do that? All right. So number one, don't be online everywhere. That's like the most important thing that I can give you. Because it's exhausting and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of resources. And it also takes a lot of confidence at one point, because if you're spreading yourself very, very thin across all these different platforms and you don't really see good results coming in and results would be high qualifying leads or it would be even clients, a client money, at one point you really start to think like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing it right. And, you you know, like this whole like feeling of not being enough or not doing enough or not being worthy enough starts to kind of like cripple in. And then you're like, that's really, really not good for your confidence. Okay. So stop being online everywhere. But where should you be online? So there are four ways what we can look at. The first thing is being very, very clear about your business goals. So you should choose a platform where you can find the leads that are important for your business, yeah, that are bringing, that are actually bringing in the money, but also where it's easy for you and where it would make sense for your ideal clients or for your clientele or client type, where you can nurture relationships and where you can really nurture those leads and where it's easy to make connections. One of the things that I have heard from a lot of business owners, and this is also from the clients that I work with, is that a lot of them actually step away from Instagram because it's 
um, it's actually quite hard to to create like really good relationships. And a lot of people, they move away to other platforms like LinkedIn. When people are more on platforms like an Instagram, a Facebook or a LinkedIn, instead of just focusing on posting a lot of content, they're actually focusing building relationships by doing other types of strategies like a direct message outreach. So when you think about your platforms, look at the business goals that you have. Like, what is it really that you need? All right. So that's number one. Now, the second thing that you want to look at is where is your audience? So marketing in general is about making connections. It's about strengthening those connections and it's about building trust. So if you know who your ideal clients are and where they're congregating, where they're hanging out online or offline, you got to kind of be there as well. But that doesn't mean that you have to be everywhere. So make a list of all the places where people are hanging out specifically or more fruitfully in groups because it's easier to get more leads and to get more clients when you can reach multiple people or where you can hang out where more people are hanging out, more than one, all right? So create that list. Now, before you start creating content or being actually in those places, there's another step that you want to take. And this is very, very important, is that choose a platform that is a personality fit. Okay, so let me explain this a little bit. So I'm a chatterbox and podcasting comes very natural to me. But going on a video, like, like an actual video, that's something that somehow feels a little bit less natural to me. It, it, I get very conscious and I get actually a little bit insecure and it takes me way, way, way longer to create that content. You can also, for example, not be into writing. Maybe it, it's just not really your, your way. It's not your style. So if you choose a platform that doesn't feel naturally to you and you're also not really interested in learning more about that platform or really mastering that skill, but you're going to do that just because you saw on a blog somewhere on a newsletter or another hero of yours that is doing that, your marketing is going to become a freaking struggle. Now, that doesn't mean that you cannot do any writing if you don't like writing, but you got to consider like, can I show up like this? Like not just five times, but a hundred times. And can I show up consistently? If writing is extremely important for your audience, you can also choose to outsource this, find other ways on how to do it. But you really got to find platforms and, and things that fit your personality. So I love being on a podcast. I do love writing. I usually write a bit long format. So I'm now teaching myself to be shorter or to write in shorter format, which is still very difficult. So what I do is that I create my content and then I outsource bits of it to get help to make it shorter and to make it more to the point, which has been a lot of fun. Now, the other thing that I really love doing is to have the connection creation. So when I looked at my marketing strategy, I stepped away from certain platforms and I focus on platforms that feel more a personality fit to me. So I do um, a lot of like show up like interactions. I love creating online meetups. I love like messaging with people online, but I don't like to have endless conversations online. So I'm not going to have like a, a, a two month kind of chat outreach strategy. I try to just be online with the people. So I my call to action is focus on like book a marketing rescue call with me because that's when I can, you know, like show up in the most natural and most authentic way and have the best impact. All right. So personality fit. Um, the other reason why this is super important is that when you do more, when you create promotional content or sales content, you really want to make sure that you actually have good energy. And if you don't like being on that platform, it's really hard to show up with good energy. 
And I really, really believe that if you don't, if you cannot pour positive energy into your content, you're going to block like amazing people that you want to work with. So you really want to be super, super conscious of what is your personality and then what platforms or what type of content matches that best. So don't follow the crowd. Just really focus also on yourself. Okay, so far we have looked at the business goals. We have looked at where your audience is online and then you're going to match that up with uh, your personality fit. Now, there's one more thing that is super duper important that so many entrepreneurs literally do not think about. And that is a lifestyle fit. Maybe you have a desired lifestyle that you want to live. Or perhaps you're already living that, but you're creating a content strategy or a marketing strategy that is not serving that. What I mean by that is that a lot of people choose to be online a lot all the time because they think because of people like Gary Vee and Neil Pado and all these people, I'm not saying they're doing it wrong, but I'm just saying that I don't always agree with what they say, is that you got to push a lot of content out there. You have to make sure that people can see you and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But I think that if you have a lot of quantity, your quality goes down as well. And specifically for smaller businesses, and if your business is very passion driven and if it's it's very much on creating a bigger impact in life, so not just an, an e-commerce product, but really like something bigger, like a, tr- like a business that is more focused on a, a large transition in life, you got to have a lot of storytelling. But if you just keep reproducing all your content, it's kind of, it, it can kind of lack that, that, that authenticity and that personal touch. So what happens is that if you are online all the time, everywhere, and it doesn't even fit your lifestyle, again, it's going to be really, really hard to show up consistently with a lot of good energy. So you got to think about how can you be online that is going to fit your, your lifestyle and your lifestyle is not just about how you um, live your day-to-day life, but it's also like, what kind of business do you want to build? What kind of clients do you want to have? So it's really focused more holistic on like, what is this bigger picture? And then create a strategy that can serve that. Now, a small example. I do not love being on social media all the time. You might think, what this girl's in marketing? How is that, <laughs> how is that possible? What I realized from my journey is that I get really anxious when I'm on social media the whole time. So for that reason, I don't even have TikTok. You might think like, what? Yeah, I don't have TikTok. I'm 33 years old, but I'm just not really interested in that platform. But I can say that also because my clients are not really busy being on TikTok. If they are on TikTok, they're there because they want entertainment. So they don't want me to come at them and be like, hey, do you want to have like a marketing rescue call with me no they're like busy being entertained so tiktok is not a good platform for me because my audience isn't uh, hanging out there at the time that i want to reach them it doesn't really fit my business goals either i it really doesn't fit doesn't fit my personality and it for, certainly doesn't fit my lifestyle because in my lifestyle and my ideal lifestyle i just don't want to be on social media or glued to my, to any screen all the time that's one example. All right. Now, another example that I have is, for example, podcast. So I love podcasting. I love talking about the digital nomad lifestyle. I also love talking about entrepreneurship and marketing and all of these things. So obviously this makes sense. Now, I can think about, oh, okay, I need to level up my podcast because it needs to be more studio podcast. And I want 
nice lighting and this and that, and I need to turn it into videos, and it, it needs to be a big, big thing. The truth is, I'm a digital nomad, and I'm actually traveling quite a lot. It's like even looking at this year, and this was a little bit unexpected, but every month I have switched locations. Sometimes it was for a short trip, other times it was actual location switch. So I'm pretty exhausted from traveling. But on top of that, I need to bring my podcast mic. So for me, it's fine that it's 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 a travel kind of podcast. Sometimes I have monkeys in the background or there was a cat for a long time. I am now I might have neighbors or kids around me. Like it's 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 gonna be a podcast up to a level that I can perform, that I can show up with with confidence and consistently, but it's not gonna be like this crazy studio type of podcast. And there have been people that told me like, whoa, it's good content. You can really level it up. You can be more on social media and blah, blah, blah. And I get it and I appreciate it, but it's not my kind of style. So instead of putting a lot of resources to that, which is not just myself, but it's time, it's money, it's energy, it's other people. I choose to have my podcast concept as it is. It serves the world. It serves myself. It serves my business. And that's it. So I also want to encourage you when you think about your content, Think about when it comes to lifestyle, like what can you produce? And is that going to be good enough to get your message across, to attract the right people to your business or to your project, and then to get clients? So in essence, what you're going to do is when you focus on your marketing strategy is focus on the quality, limit the number of platforms. And when you pick your platforms, be super, super duper conscious about this. This is how we build the campaigns for my clients. And I really love it because we see way better results. And again, the results are not just shown in the numbers, but it's also how my clients are feeling about their marketing strategies. So the other day I was working with one client. She helps people finding their passion projects. And I really love it. And we've been working together for three, almost four months now. It's been a lot of fun. And I helped her build her marketing foundations through a marketing mentoring program. And basically, when we were looking at strategies in the beginning, she was a little bit hesitant to a direct outreach strategy. But then I told her, like, you know, I think we should run an experiment and try it because you can create all this time creating content, but it's going to feel like people are not interacting with your content. So what you want to do instead is focus on something that where your audience is hanging out, where it's easy to make connections where you can build trust and where you really, really can strengthen that relationship. So the moment that you actually start talking about them or maybe helping them out, it doesn't feel like you're selling, like hard selling. You're just having a connective conversation. Even though she thought that a direct outreach strategy, so connecting with people and messaging people wasn't up for her, she didn't have the right knowledge or the right perception of what that could look like in her business. And this is also why I really love my work is that I have done so many different marketing strategies. I really don't do like a one size fits all strategy with my agency, but we're really looking at the business and the business goals and what is the personality fit and what is the lifestyle of my clients and how can we bring that all together. Now, I helped her with crafting some strategies where she uh, really felt like authentic and it wasn't salesy at all. And I am very happy to report that she loves it. And she's like, whoa, like I can see like since I do this, like people start to interact more with my content. I'm really attracting, you know, like people I would love to work with. And she felt more confident. So 
if you don't know what kind of marketing strategies would work for your business, and I can definitely imagine that you feel like this after you have tried like a million things, my other piece of advice is ask for some support. I think that in these days, like there's so much content online and there's so many how-tos and strategies, it's really overwhelming to pick your own marketing strategy, especially when you're like, you know, passionate about your business and you just want to serve your clients. So if you want to get some help with your marketing because you feel like, okay, I have run so many different strategies. I don't know what the best thing to do is. I don't know what's next. Like, I I, I just don't know what to do. You can book a marketing rescue call with me. And it's kind of like a mini rescue call. So basically what we do on this call is I'm going to look at um, what is your business about? Who is your ideal clients? What are kind of the low hanging fruits? And also we're going to talk about and brainstorm on like, what are things that you like doing? Like, when are you showing up in your most authentic, natural way? And then how can we put all of that together? So, um, yeah. So if if you feel like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely stuck. Marketing feels like a chore. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel miserable. I freaking hate it. I mean, that's possible too, if that's you. There's a link in the description where you can find my calendar for the marketing rescue call. And then we can really have a look at what works for you. So for all the entrepreneurs and digital nomads out there that are going to build their own business because that's what freedom means to you, just really, really a piece of advice. Don't just follow the crowd and just tune in with yourself and your business goals and your desired lifestyle and then make your decisions. All right, Digital Nomad friends, that was it for today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you learned a thing or two. And again, if you want to talk about your marketing strategies, if you want to talk about your passion project, if you want to like break free from the marketing route and you're like, oh my God, like I need some help, use that marketing rescue call. And I'm really, really excited to meet you. Happy nomading. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it gave you more insights into how you can design your own lifestyle. The conversations on this podcast really showed me that there is not one secret way to success. If you want to build a lifestyle that works for you, you will need to put in the work to create a successful life and live it with confidence. This podcast wouldn't exist without the Digital Nomad community. And I'm so grateful for all the guests to share personal stories about what's happening behind the scenes. It's been super helpful for myself. And if you would like to continue learning, don't forget to check out the other episodes.